name is Jen Bowden, and I believe that building the life of your dreams starts with doing things every single day that you're probably not very good at yet. Also, if you'd like to chat more about the podcast, I'd love to do that. And the best way is probably to follow me on Instagram. I'm Jenny with an I dot Bowden. And don't forget, if you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe. Okay, we are back podcasting again. I have Chelsea with us today, and you guys are in for a treat. She is just a great, amazing person. But I want to tell you, you can say hi first. Hi. (laughs) I want to tell you guys a little bit about Chelsea and my relationship or lack of relationship because I think it's pretty funny this whole situation um but Chelsea and I have known about each other for I don't know a long time yeah but about is the right word yeah like we've known of each other for probably I don't know seven eight years at least something like that and in pretty close proximity and um like seven years ago I was just struggling with um my new baby and I was supposed to be in a meeting like a large meeting of people and Chelsea came out did you this is my memory of you like it's like my clear memory because I had had three kids bing bang boom and I was like on this little like (gasps) take a deep breath and um I had three kids since then too but I was in that little place yeah but it was all still so fresh and so I saw you and I was like Oh, I like know what is happening in her heart and in her mind. Like that, she's done. Like she, like, because he was <laughs> acting crazy. I had brought toys from him, and he was just like making as much noise as you could physically make with the toys, and then screaming. And so I had to go out of the meeting, and I was really yeah. sad to go out of the meeting. And I was just like, oh, I just want to like take you. Well, I wanted to take her baby, but I was like, he probably won't go to me. But but you did come, and you did <sighs> talk to me, right? Did I? Yeah, and you came and talked to me, and I said, you know what, Chelsea, it's totally fine, like, I'm good, Hans is coming to pick him up in a few minutes, but the cool thing about that story is that two other women left the meeting and came and told me the same thing, and the last one was so insistent, she was like, nope, you, you have to be in that meeting, I know it, so it was just really, it was a cool moment that we shared of just this kind of, like, we saw into each other's hearts I guess and I just felt so loved by you in that moment and so it's great to be here with you today she sent me this Instagram message I reached out so awkward (laughs) oh I was listening to your podcast I was like eating it up like it was the one where you talked to your friend uh, Lauren or Jess Jess okay and I was like oh I like love what they're doing like how they're playing this off and you said something about like well if anybody needs to like hash out like what they're going and where they're like what they need to do in life like I'll I'll sit them down and I was like sit me down (laughs) like I need that like do that right now for me and I like had this little brave moment where I said hey I think I need that. Like, yeah, really and let's tindly. hang out. And then you're like, okay, be on my podcast. <laughs> and I was like, ah, that's terrified me. But you're so good and you got me here. 
<laughs> it wasn't that hard. Uh, she yeah. knew she was awesome. I'm trying, she, to, no, I'm trying to be brave. So much to give the world. Okay, so today we want to talk about um, this kind of, and we're having trouble defining it almost, but yeah. this idea of that there are parts of ourselves that we don't always like, that other people don't always like, that sometimes show up negatively in the world, mm -hmm. sometimes in a way that's volatile and foreign to us, and that those same things are often connected to the very best things about ourselves. And Chelsea, you had like right off the bat a really cool way of describing like how that looks for you. Do you want to kind of go right. into that? So I totally got it from Wendy Ulrich, um, who wrote a book called Weakness is Not Sin, because sometimes the idea of weakness becomes thought of as like, oh, it's just like a little sin. But when really weakness is given of God and he gives it to us for a reason. And I've, as I've embraced that idea, I've had to totally look at those things that I think are not the great things about me. And I've had, and I just have realized they are so intertwined with just, it's one, it's two sides of the same stick and I yeah. have to pick them both up. Like there's this thing that I don't like about myself, but look at the other end. Yes. Like that, that is what makes me who I am and the thing I'm proud of and that I love about myself and that is invaluable to what I think I want to give to the world. So they're just together. It's but just it's scary, isn't it? Like looking at that stick and seeing that one end that's like so terrifying to you yeah. and so abhorrent in so many ways. Just like you want to be away from that as much as you can and to pick it up. We get into the habit of just like, oh, that thing. Pushing like, it off to the side. Yeah, yeah, we don't want it to be a part of us because we see it as that bad thing. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, I think that so much, so many of us see that like that repulsion of that thing as almost a righteous mm. place to be in. Like, oh, that's part of me that I don't like. Like we even do that. I talked a couple weeks ago about the way we look at our bodies, often as women especially, and that it's kind of like we can feel better about ourselves by hating aspects of our body. Like, oh, I don't like the way this looks or that looks, and it makes us somehow feel like yeah. we're better than those things or we're oh, we don't belong to those things but it really isn't doesn't do us any favors no. or we get into the habit of letting that be the thing that oh like like it's the non-motor it's the i can't because i'm just like this right? yes yeah, yeah it, it defines like, us like yeah. that it mm -hmm. becomes bigger and bigger the more that we push it away mm -hmm. from ourselves the more mm -hmm. that we don't own it or right embrace it, it as yeah. part of us exactly yeah, yeah. so uh, i loved you talked about we talked about, we both talked about emotion when we yeah. talked about this one, and that's, that's really cool when, when we're talking to, I think there are a lot of women that listen to this podcast particularly, mm -hmm. and that's a quality in women in general <sighs> that's just like, often kind of ripped to shreds, yeah. like, even, even the other day, Han showed me this video on YouTube or something. He was like, watch this girl. And she's talking, she sounds like a crazy person. She maybe is, mm -hmm. but she's just talking about how emotion is the fruit of all truth. And you have to, you have to look away from logic because it blah, blah, blah. And she's even talking in this kind of like sing song dreamy voice. Right. She sounds like Luna from Harry Potter or something. <laughs> and I just thought that is not what we need in no, the world no. because emotion is so 
important. It's powerful. It's it drives. And, and yeah. not just for women. For, no. Like, for everyone. No. But to have it kind of, like, not victimized. What's the word? Put on this. Well, it, uh, passionate women, right? Yes. Like, maybe fire is a good, right? It can get out of control. Yes. Right? But then it's also something that, uh, maybe fire isn't it. Maybe it's, like, really strong horse. Like, you want to... Go where it wants to take you instead of. Like, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Yeah, it's so powerful. It is, and that's the thing with all of these weakness strengths. Right. They are so powerful, but they also have the. They also have a a quality of sometimes being overtaking or overwhelming, if we don't know how to right work with them. Yeah, rile them, whatever, make own them in right. a sense, right? right. Um, so we'll talk about that more, but first tell me the story that you told me because I love it. It told, it came to mind so quickly and I was like, I can't tell that. That is a weird <laughs> little story. I sound like a weirdo, but it helped me. It helped me so much. So I will tell it. Um, little background. I was, um, listening to, I was, um, walking, running, I don't know, something. I was outside getting some inspiration, and I had my headphones in, and I was listening to the story of Corey Timboom, who was in a concentration camp. She survived. She goes on to talk about faith, and um, she's at this one. She's just been talking about forgiveness. Yeah, and she's one, like an inspirational speaker yeah, at this point, right? Yes, yes. And one of the Nazi guards that she instantly recognizes. From the same concentration camp yeah, that she like, was, like, brutally treated in. Yeah. You guys probably know the story, but... Walks up to her. And, like, oh, Fräulein. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it's wonderful. Like, he's become a Christian since then. And he doesn't recognize her. Yeah. Thank he's you for your so words. Right. I really appreciate it. And he puts out his hand, and she just has this moment where she's like, how? How can I, like... This, uh, like, I've been talking about this, but this is that moment. And, and God just tells her, just extend your hand. Like, just take his and I'll do the rest. Anyways, what that story made me think about was I was like, well, I don't have any SS guards in my life. Like, I don't, like, I don't have an enemy of that caliber yeah. to, like, have that type of experience with. And immediately it, like, whispered in my heart well, sometimes that's how you feel about yourself. Like, you treat yourself like your own worst enemy. You are, who disappoints you the most? You. Yeah. Who do you feel like is what trips you up from doing what you, you know, like, it was, it was me. There was a part of me that I thought was just getting in the way and being my prisoner, my captive. Um, and, And part of it was that, like, out of control emotion kind of stuff. Yeah. It was the um, feeling like I couldn't control uh, how I treated my kids. And just, and I'm sure that's not their perspective, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah. from, from a mom's perspective, anytime you, like, lose it. Yeah, you always want to be, like, all nurturing, yeah. all yeah. wonderful, all, like. And when you're not, it just, like, cuts you. Like, it it's does. just the worst. But then part of you is like, no, they deserve it. But, <laughs> um, so anyways, I was into visualizations and meditations and that. I, I really was getting a lot from that at the time. And I, um, sat down, like, on the sidewalk. I'm like, I'm sure people were walking by think I was crazy. Um, but I had 
this moment where I thought, okay, I'm going to visualize sitting across from myself. I'm going to extend my hand. And I'm going to try and get some, when I'm feeling all of this, some self-forgiveness happening. Yeah. Because obviously I'm not at a good place with myself. I'm yeah. blaming myself for all of these things. Um, but it was so interesting because it ended up not being that little mirror, like visualizations kind of just do what they do. And all of a sudden there was like this little creature. <laughs> and I was saying to you, Jen, that like, I don't think I've actually seen the movie Gremlins, but like, that's like my best description. <laughs> like, and I don't know if it's Brene Brown uses that term a lot, like the Gremlins, but it was like this little creature. And he was just like, oh, it was probably her. Um, so like, like actually little, right? Like yeah, like little, like little. fan size. Like you yeah. know, like you go a dog that's like vicious, but you're like you're just a little dog. Like it was this little like, <laughs> like feral thing that was like lashing out and like biting and scratching and you know clawing because it was so terrified. And that was the moment where I was like, that little part of me doesn't feel safe. Mm-hmm. And I felt I like scooped it up and then like took it and I just held that little part of me and I said it's okay like it's okay you can be here like this crazy emotional out of control like you I've got you yeah like you can be a part of this and what was really interesting which I learned out later was that very little creature like in gremlins becomes like the fuzzy little gremlin like the nice one yeah like that is the other side of the stick yeah so he turned cuddly Totally. Like, the part, because I had this thing with my kids that I thought, I had this imaginary mother in my head mm-hmm. that always spoke so kindly. Like, right? Like was In a British sweet. accent. Oh, of course she's British. <laughs> of course. I always tell myself, if I could just get my self-talk to be British, I'd probably be kinder. But, like, and she's probably, like, in a frilly white dress, like, making bread. Like, I don't, yes, like, it's so definitely. ridiculous. But somehow she's in there. And she's my standard, and it's ridiculous, because that is not me. No. And I had to figure out that the, like, the little scared animal that thought I could never be a good enough mom, because I don't know how to, like, whatever, um, the other side of that stick was, I can be fun. I can be so fun. I love that. With my kids. Anyways, yeah. If I'm, if I feel safe and I give that space for, you know, like, the goofiness, like, it's it's the same creature. It just manifests out differently. Ah, yeah. I Anyways, love that's that my story. story. I love it. It's not even weird. <laughs> but the thing is, and that goes so well with kind of like the mindset I had before we even got together on this. I was just thinking, how can how can I turn this idea into more? But I I've had for a long time this kind of vision of superhero ness, I guess, and how like. I want to be great. I want to be this, like... Super Jen! Super Jen! Yeah, that's what I want. Like, I want to be everything that I am and more and just do all the things that Mm -hmm. I've ever even imagined doing and that are, like, sitting in my heart just wanting Mm -hmm. to know what they are even and they don't even know what they are and that's what I want. And so I've kind of, like... Over the years, um, Hans and I have watched superhero movies together. And, yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. as mm-hmm. one does. you got to balance the chick flicks. Mm-hmm. And it kind of clicked for me when I was watching, it's the Spider-Man version where 
Peter Parker is, like, super into skateboarding. I don't know if he's, like, this gangly Spider-Man. and It's the Andrew Garfield one. Okay, with yeah. Emma Stone. There we go. Yeah. With Emma Stone. Exactly. Yeah. So, he's there, and he gets this power, and it's kind of, it's foreign to him at first. It's, um, it kind of shows up in weird ways, unexpectedly, and it's just not something that he's comfortable with or even necessarily... Yeah, there's that whole scene on the subway where he, like, takes people out. Like, he, like, yeah. doesn't even know what's happening. Like, yeah. his spidey senses are just, like, taking over. Yeah, yeah so it's volatile. Yeah. It's, it's not necessarily good news at first, right. right? And then what he does, and I think this is so good, he takes the one thing in his life that he's so confident in that just, like, mm. when he gets on a skateboard... It makes sense. The world kind of like clears mm -hmm. up a bit. He forgets all the things that are wrong. Like, I'm making this up, but I imagine because I have those things in my life too. And he takes that skateboarding part of his life and he like, there's this whole montage right. where he just kind of like learns how to use his skills in skateboarding and connect them to this newfound whatever it is. Like, this he probably wouldn't right. even term it a power at that point because it's just weird. Like, it's just super <laughs> weird. And that's the way I feel about so many parts of myself. Like, what even is this? And why is it so strange? And what do mm. I even do with it, right? Mm -hmm. And that, mm -hmm. and I talked to you too about how the idea first came across in my connection with like being around teenagers, like 14, 15 year olds, and just knowing what that feels like and going back to that place where everything feels foreign and strange and weird. Yes. And just kind of this idea that like we can, we can have, and I love the stick because that, that connects it for me and makes it like a moment where you just right. do it. You just pick up the stick and you yeah. take both sides of it. There's no other option. Yeah. Yeah. And They're you don't, there. I like, I like the superhero example too, because not even just with Spider-Man, but if you, like, if you go back to all your Superman mm -hmm. movies, um, or, not or super, Wonder Woman, superhero, yeah, Wonder Woman, all your, all your movies, um, there's usually some sort of like, they're drawing resources yeah. all the time. They're like, making connections, whatever the movie is, there's always, they don't, don't just fixate on that one part of themselves. And I like the, oh my goodness, what was it? I mentioned it earlier. The ones where they all go to school together. Oh yeah, yeah. X-Men. X-Men. Yeah. The X-Men is a good example because yeah. they're all young. So you get yeah. to see all their... Well, they all think it's something that's wrong with them, yes. right? Like... Conceal, don't feel, like, put on the gloves. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they think it's this thing that makes them weird or unlovable or, like, ostracizing, but really it has that potential to be who they are and to let them help people and let them join up with other people. That And, and that's one thing is that they're all different, right? Mm -hmm. And I think something we do with our things we're not sure about, like... It, the comparison wrecks it all. Yes. Like, if we get into that game of, like, over there, look how good Jen is at that. Yeah. She's so brave. She just, like, goes for it, right? Like, then um, that's just a really easy way for us to get discouraged. But we, if we're actually picking up the stick, yeah. then we're not in that mindset no. at all. And the cool thing is, like, I've really started leaning into some things recently that I 
that scare me about myself that but that I also love about myself. Right. If I'm being honest. And that's the hard thing is to be honest that you yes. actually love that about yourself. Oh. Right? Oh, yes. And so, but recently, like, I'm sitting here with Chelsea right now and maybe we wouldn't have ever had this moment. Like, if I hadn't have picked up my stick and just held on to it, even though it was scary, and even though I hate the way my voice sounds, and I whistle when I say my S's, or whatever else right. stupid reasons I can think to not do what I want to do, then we wouldn't be sitting here. And that's why I liked when you said, then you find more superheroes, and then right. you start working together to save the world, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's where, that's where it goes. Save the that's, world! That's, yeah! That's the only place it can go, and you own it, right? Yeah. Um... So let's go back though to this idea, you with your kids, because I think you had more to say about that a little bit. Well, it was just such an interesting, um, well, okay, listening to your podcast, which I've been a little bit of a fan lately, <laughs> kind of like, been listening to all of them, um, right before Christmas, you did one, it was right before Christmas, right? I think so. I haven't been listening to them in order, um, but you talked about how... Um, you and your husband were having a discussion about goals and he kind of like put you on the spot about like the last five years. What have you done the yeah. last five years? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, I met, so I have six kids. My oldest is 12. My youngest just turned one this month. Right. Like I've been in that space a long time and it's really easy to start thinking like what what am I doing? If I put everything on hold, and we were talking about how, like, you, when you think about your goals, you just automatically go back, right? Um, but I think it's important to see how much you're growing within that. Like, when I think um, the mom I was at the very, very beginning, mm-hmm. like, because <laughs> I had my three kids, and then I, I had three kids at home now, and that's half my kids. And, like, I'll go out and people will be like, oh, my goodness. And I'm like, this is half of them. Like, like being home with my three kids now isn't like I was. Being and home with your other With three. my other, like, and I think a huge, huge part of it was figuring out, like you said, like, who am I as a mom and what do I actually love about that? Uh-huh. In, so I got rid of the, like, oh, mom, right? That, like, yes. never had any, like, the emotion or that I have it was like yeah flat and I realized I want my kids to know me they they're my kids I was supposed to raise them not someone else yeah so uh, the god who gave them to me knew exactly what he what I needed to have in my heart and what I have is just a lot I'm crazy sometimes (laughs) and sometimes (laughs) that doesn't work in my kids favor but but they need to see me be me. Yes. And one of the ways that I figured, uh, talking about, like, the superheroes around you, is I started paying attention to how I was when I was at a girls' night or, like, with a good friend and the animation and the excitement that I, like, and the energy that I gave to that. Yes. And I thought, that's it right there. That's who I am. Yeah. And do my, would my kids even recognize that? Mm. And when I started, when my quest as a mother cease to be, try to be a mother, and be me in a way that my kids will know exactly who I am, Mm -hmm. and be given permission to be exactly who they are, because my kids have these, you know, 
the the sticks. They have their own sticks. Yeah. And they're and, different. And if they see just the, like, oh, this part of me is not so great, but, like, they got to see it all. We got to pick it all up. Yeah. And together. do you see what she did there? She literally took something in her life that she knew she was, like, the best version of herself in, just like the Spider-Man right. with the skateboarding. Okay, what's a, what's a time in my life where I know how to be fun? Yeah. Where I know how to be this kind of, like, free, me. easygoing Like, I you. feel like me. And there's yeah. no, like... Like, judgment going on, there's yeah. no, like, what should I do, the mm-hmm. should shut up, and I just, and me. Yeah. Yeah. And then she took that, and she used it. That's how I'm going to show up in my family. Yeah. To figure yeah. out the volatile, crazy, and, and navigate. When I do that, because I don't do it all the time. Yeah. When I do that, it's so much greater to feel like I'm, like, hanging out with my kids, and they get to hang out with me, and we get to, like have little jokes and like, like, it's just way better, yeah. way better. The, yeah. just like the stress ball and yeah. the, yeah. Something simple like listening to music I like. Yeah. Instead of thinking we gotta, I don't know. Listen to something. Some yeah, sort of... little kid songs. <laughs> Which and are like, terrible. Dude, let's <laughs> listen to this song. 1998, like, let's yeah. hear it. Like, yeah, yeah, let's sing That's along so as loud as we can in the car. I yeah. love it. Um, you talked too about going to, I'm sorry, I'm going to make you talk again, going to Tony Robbins. Yeah. Tell us about that too. (laughs) Well, I won't tell you all about it because that is quite the immersion, but, um, he really, he helps you figure out what belief is limiting you, is your limiting belief. Okay. And the one, you've got lots of them, but the one that I honed in on when I went to the conference, it's been two years now was this really, and I can see all the little pieces that put this together, but very securely in my brain was this narrative, this idea, that if I did anything else besides my sweet little babies, like 100% give them my all the way, like I know is so important, or you know? Or you thought. That I thought, yeah. yeah. The way that I thought it needed to look, um, the result would be, deep regret. Hmm. Like if I did anything else, like in the long term, I'd be like, oh no, I should have, I should have given it all to my kids. Yeah. Like those old ladies in the grocery store that stalk you and they're like, just enjoy. It It goes so so fast. fast. And then you're like, are you seeing this right now? (laughs) Promise it goes fast? Because the last half hour. Because I'm counting on it. It doesn't feel fast right now. Yeah. Yeah. Who are, why did they say? Uh, no, so I found some like they're like, I know it's hard, like right, like and like and they'll say like it just gets better or like yeah, like be honest with yeah, you, and they're like, real, they're real yeah. in their eyes. They yeah. don't have that like flowery little voice yeah. that's trying to tell you sweet nothing. Yeah, find those ladies, yeah, yeah, that'll give you the give it to you straight. Anyway, so I had this idea of I couldn't do anything but my kids. Yeah, or I was too scared. I'd have deep regret, and then he has you go through this whole, like, emotional, like, uh, he, he uses your physicality a lot, and, and I was pretty good at it, like, um, he talked about, like, what if you didn't live your dream, like, what if you didn't do what you know in your heart, deep down, you want to do, like, what is the very worst thing that can happen, and I, like, shrunk into this miserable little soul, like, I remember I, I'm a tall person, and I was, like, bent in half, like, you were a Chelsea puddle, Yes, 100%. (laughs) And the thought that got me there was if I do not, if I keep shutting down, 
what my heart wants to do, the real result will be in terms of my children, because that's what I was worried about. Yeah. Was they'll love me. They'll love their sweet little mom mm -hmm. for all of their sacrifices and all that. But they won't respect me. Or they'll know that I don't respect myself. That's probably more true. Yeah. So they'll feel they sorry know. for you. Yeah. Yeah. And that was heartbreaking. Mm. That was heartbreaking. And it just, it, that just can't happen. And I, and I realized in that, that the only way that what I really wanted was for my kids to see me live absolutely to the fullest, like just live every dream I had, because in doing that, which I'm not there yet, but, but you're I, want, open to I want to do that because that gives them permission to do the same. Are you going to say it? Are you going to say what it is? <laughs> you have to say yeah. it, Chelsea. Well, I have lots. No, I know. I have my scary one. We talked about how we kind of have the same one. Yeah. yeah. Do you want I, me to say it? No, no I will say, say it. it. I will own it. Good girl. I want to write. I want to write a book. <laughs> that got out there. <laughs> and we, we we talked about how, because you did too. Yeah. Have that writer. And it's all, it's all Lucy Maud's fault. Because <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just kidding, just kidding. It but. is, and it's, and it's your own fault too, because you are the kind of person, and Chelsea said that this to me, like when I first, when she first contacted me and was like, let's hang out. And I was like, let's do a podcast. Like, what are we, why are we hanging out for? What are we talking about? And she said, well, like, don't you need to talk to me more before you know, or like, <laughs> I'm like if, oh, if you want me, yeah. but even just knowing Chelsea at a distance, you know, that her head is always like, uh -huh. like, I know that it's about you it's and there's things and there's words and there's ideas that need to be put on paper and out in the world. That's just what needs to happen. And, mm -hmm. and you are doing it to some extent already. Right. But but as you, it's, it has to get bigger. Like, right. you can't. It's in there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I love that. Hmm. And it's cool because in some ways, like, I felt a little silly being like, that's me too. Like, me too. <laughs> but it's like, if we're not living in this kind of limiting, right. it's okay to both want that. Like, yes. it's okay. It's okay to inspire each other and say, like, we can do this. And even I, I was listening to Rachel Hollis and you mm -hmm. wanted to talk so we'll talk about Rachel Hollis now, but, um, listening to her and she was talking about like, oh, my one friend and she just had a book go out and I was like, where do you find this woman? Like, where do you just find these friends that author books? And, and this is where you find them. Like you find them by encouraging the woman around you and by living your dreams together. I think, right. 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 Instead of coming together and giving excuses. Like, yeah. Or by, like, or by we have, we get together and we're hanging out and we're going to see a movie or talking about the kids and like all safe things instead right. of what really matters. Like we're not really getting to the right. heart of anything. Right. right. It's all like, so I went to Rachel Hall's movie yeah. and, um, what was it called again? Me. Uh, it made, made? A, made for more. Okay. Made for more. It's based off her conferences, her rise conferences for women. And, um, one of her things was to your community. Like, mm -hmm. um, she said, like, if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to find a new room. 
Yes. Like, yeah. And like, and then she talked about how she'd go to things and people would say like, go find a mentor. And she was like, what do you mean? Like, where are these magical mentors? Like, is it a whip? Like, <laughs> where are they like just, just showing up? Like a can? And then she realized like, oh, like their podcasts and book, like you can access the wisdom and encouragement. Like we don't know Rachel Hollis, no. but like. I don't know Brene Brown. (laughs) I don't know Lucy Mott. Like, but they have shaped who and who I am and what I want. Like, there's power in that. And I think probably some of us wanting to do that, what writing, podcasts, whatever it is, is because we felt that other people doing that for us. Yes. We've been like, whoa. Like, you living your dream just, like, makes me open to my own dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's what it a makes gift. the world more. It makes the world better. It's, yeah. It's everything, right? Yeah. Oh. And Rachel Hollis is cool because she doesn't um she didn't have she could have seen the only one side of the stick. Yes. She doesn't have a degree. She doesn't have any formal training. Like she's not a scholar. Yeah. Right? Like and I'm sure in that intellectual world just like in the mom world we have this ideal of what that looks like. In the writing world, there's this idea of who should write books, right? Yes. But uh, if she... We talked about how, like, the power she has to reach an audience, it like, it's because of who she is and how she's gone yeah. about it. If she was talking from her, like, PhD right. Right. podium, yeah, none of that would matter to us, yeah. right? And it's also so cool because she... Lost it. She, I forget. Just go. <laughs> it's gone. That's never happened to me before. <laughs> <doing this. laughs> um, well, it's interesting because I had it um, a couple years ago, and I've been trying to get like my idea, uh, my goal out there. So, you know, being brave um, and saying like I do, I want to write this book, and yes. and I just keep having babies instead, but. <laughs> Um, I was talking to a friend and I'd said it and I was like, I, I have this idea and I want to do it. And, and then there's this idea like, well, maybe I need to prepare. Like maybe it's really, uh, naive of me to think I can just do it now. And like, and I've always wanted to go get more education. And I said to her like, well, what if I waited till I had my master's or my PhD? I'd probably write a better book. Right. Yes. And then she looked at me kind of. And she said, well, I don't know if I'd read it then. <laughs> and it was this, like, moment of, oh, like, and it it put me back into why do you want to do this? Yeah. Why because, does it like, matter? do I want the accolades and do I want the, like, validation from whatever, like, and is, does it go back to this, like, oh, I'm, I'm not smart enough and I need someone to tell me I'm smart? Or... Is it because I feel in my heart it's something I'm meant to do and I think it can be of influence? I think there's other hearts yeah. that need it and need it in the way that I can say it without letters behind my name, right? Like, that's going to be a different... And along the lines of that, this podcast, too, like, this podcast is just about taking the things that you know you should be doing and doing them. Not when the timing's perfect. Right. Not when you have your PhD. Because it's not never when... going to be right. Exactly. Yeah. So you just 
you just do it now. You start yeah. now. Maybe it's not a finished product. Maybe right. you don't have, maybe you have pages rather right. than a whole book, but you have, you're starting. Yeah. You're not, I can, you're not using that. I can pick up my phone and take an idea and type with my thumbs yeah. while I nurse a baby and like, that's not nothing. Like. No, that's everything. Any, any step for, yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Not mm -hmm. waiting, not saying, oh, I can't do it because I don't have a PhD. Right. Because you don't really... Because I have little kids at home. Yeah. Because I... There's a, yeah. If you want to look for a reason not to do something, it's always there. Now, it's important to say, too, though, that, like, and I said this as well, just that I feel like the world is just, like, all of a sudden opening for me in mm -hmm. what I can do, and that... Part of that has to do with when you have a baby who's under a year old, okay, there yeah, is a yeah. fog, yeah. there is a lack of sleep, there is, and we need to have total forgiveness yeah. for ourselves and just like celebrate how amazing we are for even existing on that little sleep and Well, and did we say else, when right? I talked about your podcast when you said, oh, what happened those five years, and then later on you thought, oh, I should have stood up for myself and said, I am living... My dream of dreams right now. Yes. And it's, um, I, I talked about how when I run, I'm a, I'm a wimp and I can't like run in a straight line because I get scared that I won't be able to get back. And I'm usually like on a time crunch because I've told my husband I'll be gone for so long, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I often like run in little tiny loops, like yeah. not even a kilometer, but I like end up going like three more loops than I thought I was going to go. And you surprise yourself. <laughs> right. But and I thought about how like this these years with my babies and my toddlers and like the repetition of it all, like and sometimes like I'll go back in my journal and I'll read like what's like so hard and I'm like, Oh, okay, that was twelve years ago and I could have just copied and pasted this to today's entry. Mm -hmm. Like it feels so similar, the challenges. But I realize it counts because we're on this this loop that's like it's strengthening us. It doesn't matter that I'm not running a marathon. I'm looping around. I'm getting stronger. Yes. I'm doing the things that are building me so that one day, phew, like I, like. And we're not always going to have babies under one. Yeah. That's not, that doesn't mean like you don't have to, just because you're enjoying that season or yeah. forgiving yourself for the lack of whatever that's happening, laundry well, so, or whatever. It's so deceiving, though, because yes. it seems like we're not doing, but we're doing but really we good foundational work. Oh, yeah, the best. Like, yeah. And that's something, that's where I wanted to go that I just lost, was this, so, I hope this comes out right, because this is, like, new, but, new but not new, this idea that, okay, in order to be women in the world mm -hmm. who matter, who change society, who change norms, who make a difference, who inspire people, we have to be different from the women that are at home with their babies. Like, that, those two places, there's kind of this idea that they don't always necessarily come from the same place. Or that, like, I can't be this, I can't work on the things that I want to inspire in the world now while I'm a mom because that's... They're separate. They're separate. Like, why can't I... Well, I'm doing... Like, why can't I have a podcast? It only takes one evening a week. That's something that I can do and spend quality time with someone. But we have this idea that 
And I don't believe, like, I don't believe in working outside the home while you have kids. I think that, like, I want to be here. I want to be. But it's okay if a part of me is dreaming about what's next. Right. And it's okay if I look at other things once my kids are a little more independent. Like, I just feel like. And sometimes it's just a matter of feeling like we got permission to do that. And that's another thing that our community can do yeah. for each other, right? And I'm going to bring it back to our analogy. Like, what you're saying is, like, they seem conflicting, right? Yes. But let's pick, pick up, up the stick. Pick up the stick. Because what you're doing with your littles, the type of um, intimate understanding that you are getting about the importance of of an individual soul because nobody looks at your kid the way that you do nobody and that type of understanding to then branch that out and say guess what all of these souls have that type of worth and want that type of love like that is a, that's a powerful place to go then go and do where whatever what, yeah. wherever but it's yeah. such a foundation it's a powerful yes. foundation. And that's that's a quality that I think the world is missing. Like, mm -hmm. that we, as women, feel like we're not leaning into that as much as maybe, like, not necessarily we, but that you see women in the world feeling like in order to matter, they need to be, they need to separate We always want to separate it. We, we want to be wanna, like, out of the this, trenches. Then we're doing this. Yeah. yeah. Because it's not pretty. It's not yeah. elegant. It's not... Yeah. Yeah, you don't wear high heels when you're, when you're yeah. at home with six kids, do you, Chelsea? No, I never wear high heels. <laughs> yeah, that is like the moment when I was carrying my one-year-old who never slept around in four-inch heels. Oh, you're like, this was a mistake! And then I realized, <laughs> no. But that those are the kind of insights that the world needs, too, so it's all yeah. good. Hmm. It's all good stuff. Oh, I think that that last little speech is exactly where I want to end for today. Okay. Thank you so much for being here. This Thanks was, for having me. Thanks yeah. for making me be brave. This was just such a gift. Thank you so much. I hope you all have a great week. Mm -hmm.